היי רוז, ולכם לתכלס סלס פודקאסט. היי אילן, תודה רבה ומשפטים. Based on this data the, and the processes you have built, you'll take the most crucial decisions that will impact your revenues. That's wow, it. okay, that's a, that's a big program here. We have a lot to discuss. Let's start with the first step and, and the sales and marketing alignment and maybe other department. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, so it's not only about sales. It's, it starts with the marketing. They are starting to do the awareness part to make people aware of our product of our mm-hmm. company and then in between if you're using an outbound strategy there are also the SDRs or the BDRs who are also doing an amazing job going to LinkedIn and try to uh, try to uh, explore opportunities with other co- companies as well mm-hmm. and then we go to the sales which is I know sounds like the main part of bringing sales hit the goals and after the sales after we closed one after we closed one the deal uh, we are uh, going through the onboarding process and handing over to customer success which is also part of the revenue team and why is that because they are also uh, doing cross sell and upsell eventually and also dealing sometimes with renewals so it's very important to give this attention to those who three and even four if we uh, take into consideration the support team to, to give uh, attention to all of those um, departments as part of the revenue team because every each and every uh, department affects the revenue directly affects the revenue so it's easy to understand that all those departments will work on one single big, KPI which is like revenues but inside every department there must be some differences with KPI can you like just describe for for us what are the key KPIs of those departments yeah I know we said that they should have their main goal and the main goal should be a revenue uh, and also for example marketing they should look at the bottom of the funnel and and uh, look on the revenues and, and see if they have uh, a positive ROI. That's true. But eventually marketing are also looking on uh, the leads that they are bringing. Marketing brings certain amount of leads, but it depends how much they are qualified. So their goal is also to bring marketing qualified leads that later on would be sales qualified lead so this is one of their KPIs and they they are measured according it and some of the customers are also uh, or the uh, companies are also uh, doing an account-based marketing strategy and then focus uh, on certain 
amount of companies and then according to that they're bringing the leads mm -hmm. so marketing can have for example uh, a goal to bring certain amount of marketing qualified leads per month now i can tell you personally from our stories sometimes it does not uh, align with the sales goals so there is uh we we have a lot of stories of companies that had like really amazing leads and then nothing happened uh, from the sell side and then they had the politics between them of what is going on why why it doesn't work mm -hmm. why we are not closing those deals is there another way to align this the marketing and the sales department yes kpi yes i think it's a matter of better communication mm -hmm. with the marketing not just like uh telling those this department do leads and this department do sales, but mm -hmm. also like really have marketing meetings, which is sales and marketing together, brainstorming about the content, brainstorming about the goals, reviewing the last campaigns, reviewing the last leads, seeing what works best, what doesn't work, and try to get improved. This is how it should work. Uh, it's, and, and that's why we are saying it's not a real different department. They are all under the umbrella of revenue because they should work together in order to succeed. Because if marketing do one thing and sales team, sales team do the other thing, it won't work. So it's okay to have, to have a goal to bring certain amount of leads or certain, certain amount of qualified leads, but we should, uh, we should align Uh, marketing and sales together to have like a clear handover between what happens once a lead is created in the system, how it get treated, uh, what is the SLA between marketing and sales, and of course to always brainstorm together as one team. This is like easier said than done, but we see we see the we see the the philosophy here. Tell me about um, about RevOps. Um, because I guess their their expertise here would be super helpful to align those all those departments, like not only sales and marketing, but also customer success and support. Uh, tell me more about about this role. I think RevOps, in my opinion, is an, an evaluation of uh, sales operations, revenue mm -hmm. operations. Uh, it's becoming more and more common that companies are managing their sales, customer success, and marketing as one team of revenue. Mm -hmm. And the revenue operations has to take all operational parts and make more time for sales and customer facing time, and also for marketing or customer success, align them together. So eventually, as, as we see it, is sales is divided into two things. One is the content and the pitch and the storytelling, which mm -hmm. is amazing. But the other part is process. Mm -hmm. So revenue operations are the one who are establishing the process. They are responsible for the full for the full sales funnel from mm -hmm. the lead to cash. And they are also aligning the old teams. So they need to make it easier for the salespeople, marketing people, and customer success to have a smooth flow. So how, how would you go about building this kind of funnel for the first time? 
we have some kind of uh, hierarchy. We work according to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so first, we, we must have an accurate data. So once we are starting to work with a customer and mm -hmm. we had like, tons of customer and the, the, the main problem is always the accuracy because they don't have accurate data. Mm -hmm. And on top of this accurate data after we get it, we are starting to build the process. So how does the salespeople work? How do they get the leads from mm -hmm. marketing or from SDR? How do they handle them? How do they uh, move them uh, to customer success when they close the deal? But what if it doesn't work? Like it just doesn't work. We don't get accurate data. The process is not working. How, how do you do? Like because this is the this is this is exactly the point, right? This okay, is so you, where it gets tricky. Yeah, you're right, and we, we would need to understand the, the the pain point of the specific customer. I can mm -hmm. tell you from from our experience, a lot of the customers that we have dealt with had a mess with importing a lot of data into their systems and trying okay. to contact. Uh, those leads as an outbound strategy or try to do some kind of campaign mm -hmm. on it. But they had a lot of mess because the, the, that wasn't the accurate data and they got a lot of bounce rates and they didn't get succeed with it. Succeeded. Mm -hmm. For example, for one of our customers, we built some kind of a template. Once they mm -hmm. import, they would know exactly where to import to. Mm -hmm. We fields, how do they order the data, how do they, they organize everything, and eventually how it goes the process and they built like after they imported successfully how they built the list and how it goes directly and the salespeople are getting a notification about this list and start working on it mm -hmm. and where they see this list. So this is a kind of a process. First we have the data and then we have the process on top of it and of course after we did uh, some kind of uh, a sequence or whatever we are doing with this list, we have the, uh, uh, the, the reports and the analytics on top of it. And sometimes automations if we want to be more smart. Sophisticated. And, yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> and do you, do you, like, would you say that when you look at a sales process at, at a revenue department that is not performing correctly? Would you say it's a process issue or it's a, a sales issue, strictly speaking? So we are focusing mainly on the process side, not mm -hmm. on the, the content part. Mm -hmm. uh, we are mainly checking the, the, the process. How do they work? Which mm -hmm. kind of data they get? How this data looks like? Uh, which kind of lists they use? And of course, we always check where did they get it from? This, uh, the source is important? The source of the data? Very important. One of the mm. most important fields in the system to understand. What are the key? What are, when you look at the data, the data set. What are the key information that you look for? What must be accurate? Amazing question. So of course you have the general data, which is like first name, last name, email. Mm -hmm. This this has to be accurate. Okay. Without like this information, of course, we won't be able to contact the the, the prospect. Country is also a, a 
very much problematic field in, in many customers uh, CRM because it's not maintained well and it's sometimes a free text and it gets like duplicated mm. and uh, get messy. But also the lead source, as you mentioned, because eventually we would like to understand which search brought us a positive ROI. So if we are investing in a trade show, if we are investing in a marketing campaign, we would like eventually to be able to measure mm -hmm. uh, what we did and what, what, what worked for us better. So the lead source is very important. And also the life cycle stage is also important. Sometimes they call it life cycle stage in HubSpot. Sometimes they call it status in Salesforce. It depends. Uh, lead status. Eventually what it says is that where the lead stands at. Is it a marketing qualified lead? Is it a sales qualified lead? Was it all already converted into opportunity? Mm -hmm. This is what it says. And it's important for us to understand and eventually also for as well for marketing campaigns to understand where the lead or the lead or the opportunity stands at. So those are, are, are the crucial things, but the, the, there is also like the, the, there is one more thing that should be uh, really important for the SDR and the sales. It's the activity of mm -hmm. the person and what, what they did eventually. If they fill the form, which form they fill, but also uh, if they clicked in our website, which, which, which kind of pages they've seen, mm -hmm. what kind of activity they've made. If someone else from their company also clicked on one, one of our uh, pages in the website or downloaded an ebook, what they did actually activi actively in the website in order to be uh, in order to be created as a lead and also like for us to understand how much they're really qualified and maybe give them some kind of a score if we create some kind of a scoring in the system. Yeah. This is interesting because there, there are a lot of stuff to do around the sales process with data, but for example, in startups where there are small teams, they don't always have time to do that and to build all those processes. Uh, what you would recommend for for the for those small teams how what what they should start to do what is the most important things to do on the revops side once you're a startup of like five to ten people start thinking about implementing a crm and stop using excel sheets because it won't give you anything to use an excel sheet and it won't prepare you for scale um so implementing a CRM is a first step and really understanding how to work with it. And if someone is implementing for you the CRM, try uh, to automate some of the process, try to, to build a structure to have an accurate data and then build some automations on, to on top of it in order to have it more simple uh, for the salespeople not to deal a lot with uh, inserting and updating the, the CRM manually. One of the examples are, it's a, it's a very simple example, but still is integrating the, the, the email, the, your Gmail or Outlook to your CRM mm -hmm. and have everything logged into the system. Mm -hmm. Makes it much easier to understand who is the prospect, who are we talking with, uh, what they have been uh, talking about already uh, on which stage they are and everything. 
uh, about it. And also uh, integrating other tools that can uh, help us to, to better understand if we are managing our marketing in, in one platform, for example, integrating it so we would know more information about uh, the prospect eventually. So integration and automation. And of course, having the CRM, which is the most important thing. So having the CRM is like number one, and then automation and integration with different things, including email and calendar and all these kind of, of, of stuff, right? Let's say a startup grows, when should they hire their first RevOps? What are the signals to tell the CEO or the founder that he should hire uh, some RevOps here to um, structure a little bit more the processes? I can tell you that our customers came to us when leads fell into the cracks because they couldn't really maintain a good process and they couldn't really understand how they should structure or build their funnel in the CRM. Maybe they had a CRM and they didn't know how to really work with it and didn't know what are the best practices. Um, or they were using Excel sheet, Airtable or whatever it is uh, to maintain and then things fell into the cracks. I don't recommend to, to get into this situation. I would mm -hmm. recommend to go like to understand one step before that you, you need that. Uh, how can you understand it? Usually uh, your team grows and you need to hire a salesperson and a marketing person. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not really a big team. It's only a team of one or two or three people, but you should already start to, to build the structure and the funnel in order to, to prepare it for the next uh, people who are coming and the next people you are going to hire eventually. Once you are starting to build your to, to to build your sales team, you should think as well about bringing a revenue ops, e even if it's not like in a full time position. And I can understand that maybe someone won't be like won't have enough job to do in a full time position, but you should start thinking about it because eventually it would save time to the salespeople and would like make it for them easier to sell and start like. Mm building the old strategy, the content and the pitching and not dealing with, with, with operations. Okay, so that's useful. Tell me um, about updating the CRM. What are your techniques to, to encourage reps to update the CRM properly? And this question will interest a lot of people probably, a lot of managers. Uh, one of our customers uh, paid the commission only when they saw that the CRM is fully updated. Okay. Not sure that's, that would be ideal, but this is one option. Another option is to give an extra commission once the CRM is updated. So it's uh -huh. the opposite, but still. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Interesting. This as well. yeah. Uh, I think I think that uh, guiding and training the salespeople on a weekly basis or a monthly basis or like just training the salespeople and explain them why it's super crucial to have the CRM updated because based on this they would get the decision based of this of this they would be able to increase the revenues mm -hmm. and without us working as a machine it's not going to work it's just like a missing piece and once they 
understand i know it's like sometimes it's frustrating you had like calls all day i'm i'm salesperson myself yeah you had tons of calls all day and now 5 p.m afternoon you need to just get to your crm and update everything and it's just frustrating because you don't want to do it you don't have time for it you just want to have your coffee with this cake and that's all but eventually it pays it mm-hmm. pays and uh, you get a visibility everyone get a visibility uh, of what is going on and how you can get how you can get better and mm-hmm. also one more thing is to have weekly sessions like a sales weekly sessions or go to market weekly sessions that someone from the team whether it's the vp of sales whether it's the revenue operations whether it's the ceo are reviewing together with a sales rep their pipeline and their forecast and trying to understand what is going on. And then if something is not updated, just like changing or updating uh, at the same time or just working on it, but not keeping everything like not updated. So these weekly calls or weekly meetings are super useful and working in most of the companies and are super important because you, you get the opportunity to share your uh, opportunities and also your challenges with uh, with some prospects mm-hmm. and get a better idea of how to to proceed with each opportunity in your mm-hmm. pipeline let's say you sit once a week with your team what do you show them it's very easy to be lost in reports and dashboards and data and graphs all over the place in the hubspot or salesforce it's the same what do you show them what are the North stars? What are the key KPI that you would show them? You mentioned pipeline. Okay, so here you are, your weekly meeting, and you you build a dashboard on HubSpot. What what do you show? Usually on a weekly meeting, mm-hmm. we're not reviewing like a very general dashboard. Mm-hmm. Like for example, a very general dashboard or a very important dashboard that also investors like to see is the mm-hmm. ARR or the MRR, like the annual recurring revenue or the monthly recurring revenue. This is like one of the most important dashboards. And it's also like cumulative dashboard that shows the growth uh, of the revenue in a certain time of period. We are reviewing the pipeline itself Sometimes there are too many deals or too many opportunities in the pipeline to review on a weekly basis. So yeah. we take the most, the most important opportunities that are getting into a closure or the opportunities with, with the bigger amounts. So we can say that if we have like, for example, 30 minutes or one hour, we are going to, to focus on the opportunities with the biggest amounts or the opportunities that are getting to the uh, final stages. Closing now. Yeah, closing soon in the next one month or two months. And this will would also help us to forecast the revenue mm-hmm. to do like doing some kind of a forecast methodology uh, and understanding how we are going to close the month or the quarter. In actually in HubSpot, they have a new feature of forecast, uh, just a forecast builder that builds it automatically, which is very, very nice. And yes, in Salesforce, it's something that can be customized and should be built by the revenue ops. Okay. So we talked about a lot of good stuff. Tell me if there were if there was one bad habit that you would like to see disappear, what would it be? We do 
like to uh, work when the data is clean and it's much, much more easier to build everything on top of it. Many of our customers, as I mentioned before, are doing a lot of imports, bringing leads from Zoom Info, from Seamless AI, from those kinds of tools. And it's, it's okay, it's great, but uh, you, need to do how, you need to know how to do this process. And it's not just an import. You need to understand which kind of fields you're going to use, which types of fields. Is it a checklist? Is it a multiple select? Is it a dropdown? Is it a text? What kind of field you're going to use? How, do you, how are you going eventually reflect them in reports and measure those leads eventually if they become uh, opportunities? So everything is super important and super crucial in terms of data. And a lot of companies are neglected this part. And this is something that we are trying to, to improve in many companies because eventually it's like you're basing all your decision on, on data. This is eventually like everyone wants to get to the automation and dashboards. Mm-hmm. Bring me the automation and dashboards, but I'm not a magician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, not yet. But if we have a, a, a good data and uh, accurate data, we would be able to, to help you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So get clean data. Exactly. All right. So it's time to wrap up. The stage is yours if you want to tell our audience something. Not that I think of. I think I've, I've said almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, as I already mentioned, like there are two parts for sales. Uh, I know the sales rep is a super important part because he goes, he makes the relationships, uh, he gives the pitch and everything, but don't forget the process. And it can save you a lot of money. It can grow your revenues eventually. And it's an integral part of uh, the whole revenue team. Well, Rose, thank you very much. Thank you, Ilan. It was amazing. Bye. Ciao.